I was selling 52 houses a year part-time. <laughs> One a week. Yeah, just crushed wow, it. Where there's a will. Look late, at late, 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 early to rise, work like no other, and advertise. That's the key. I, there's enough business for every single person to have an incredible life, an unbelievable life that they never thought was possible. You know, there's still enough hours in the day, 24 hours in a day, uh, seven days a week. It's what you do with those hours that make a difference in success and failure. And every day that I, that I walked out the door, I had 25 business cards in my pocket and I didn't let my head hit the pillow until all 25 were given out to different people. So what I would do is I'd go to the bank. They got the little tube that you make your deposit in. I'd send the card to the teller. She'd send the tube back and I'd put another business card in from the car behind me to pick up. I'd go and I would pay it forward at, you know, if I drive, go through a drive-thru in the morning at McDonald's or fast food, I'd pay for the person's breakfast behind them, give them a business card in, in, in the back. You know, in anything in life, you've got to be first or you've got to be different to really get the leg up on competition. And I'm a little bit of both first and different in a lot of cases. So. Are you still in production? I am, yes. And how, how much volume did you do last year? You know, what were you doing? 30, and how much? 39 million. 39 million. About 39 million. And how many units was that? 139, something like that. I can't remember exactly. But Your team members are averaging 36 closings a year each. That's yeah. pretty impressive. How are yeah. you doing that? How are you finding these awesome uh, team agents who are, are performing at such a high level? You know, the big thing right now, everybody's talking about social media, right? You know, and, and the issue that I'm seeing with, with most people is that there's no consistency there. You know, so, the, so the, what I told my agents is that, look, build out a content calendar. This is what you put out today. This is what you put out tomorrow and repurpose that content through content compounding. So I can take that video at that point, And now I got video. I can extract the audio, make a podcast from it. I can transcribe that audio, make a blog post from it. I can take 15 second snippets, put it on Instagram and boom, I'm actually doing content compounding and making multiple pieces of content for the same video. And that's the way to maximize your time and increase the efficiencies. Mastermind Agent is proud to present success calls. Top real estate agents from across North America reveal their success secrets, strategies, and systems in up-close and personal interviews. You can find all the calls at www.mastermindagent.com. Hi, I'm Mike Deroni with Mastermind Agent, and welcome to Success Calls. This month's top agent is Darren James with EXP Realty in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Welcome to the call, Darren. Hey, thanks so much, Mike, for having me on. I really appreciate that. Hey, Darren, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Real excited to talk to you about your business today. What I'd like to do first, though, is go back and talk about what you did before you got into real estate. Sure, absolutely, man. I was in law enforcement for, uh, for 10 years before... Um, getting in the great world of real estate. I actually um, fell into it. I took a position in investigations and uh, ended up working three jobs to make ends meet. And, um, you know, I, I got burnt out. Basically, I was tired, man. I was wore out, Mike, and um, walked into my, my half bathroom and hit my knees. And I said, Lord, life is not supposed to be this hard. Just show me some direction. And I just didn't, I didn't know which way to go. You know, I mean, I, I was, it was, it was really just looking for some guidance. I knew that I wasn't scared to work. I just wanted to really have uh, a career that was was worth uh, doing good for others and growing other people. And so I got up off my knees after crying and being just done, went to my my full bathroom and I have a, I have a magazine on the back of the, I guess it was a success magazine or something. I read motivational stuff, right? And it was a magazine that said, uh, real estate, get your fair share in Arizona. I'm like, well, I'm in Baton Rouge. I don't know if I'm moving to Arizona, but We'll see what happens. And so I, I picked up the phone and called a local mom and pop shop and uh, got, ended up getting into real estate. But law enforcement, man, it taught me a lot about this business. You know, my business, my real estate business was built off of seven core values, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal commitment to those we serve. And it basically forms an acronym that spells leadership and is similar to the military values uh, of the Army. And so, you know, having that discipline that I learned in real estate, I mean, in, in law enforcement really carried over to my real estate career as well. When you got started, did you start full-time in the real estate or part-time while you were still in law enforcement? Yeah, part-time. And so I started part-time because, you know, I just had, um, you know, a daughter was just born and I had, I had took, taken the position. Uh, I was working at three jobs, took the position in investigations, and then I ended up working at a local uh, Office Max supply shop, uh, stocking shelves at 11 o'clock at night. And then I worked at 
uh, uh, academy sports in the sporting good department uh, on Saturdays and Sundays. And so, uh, you know, just doing those three jobs. And then I said, man, there's got to be a better way. And that's when I got led to real estate. So I started out part time and I wanted to sell two houses my first year. And then the way it, the way it worked, the way I figured this, Mike, was this. I said, look, I said, I don't know anything about this real estate stuff, but let me just figure it out based on the numbers. Right. And so I needed to supplement $500 a month in my income because that's the amount of money I was making in, in extra duty in law enforcement. And so I said, man, I got to be able to find out how to do this. So I ended up saying, okay, if the average sales price of a home was $100,000 and I help a buyer buy that house and I make 3% of that, that's $3,000. If I do that twice a year, it's 6,000 divided by 12, there's my 500 a month. I can sell two houses in, in a year. I sold, my, I sold 10 my first year in business. And I said, man, this is great. I love it. This is wonderful. And I didn't know, you know, really if I was good at it or if it was what it was. But then I got to start looking at, you know, at the time they would allow all the volume to be seen of what the top agents were doing uh, in, the, uh, in the MLS. And so I said, let me look and see. And the average agent was selling, and still to this day, eight to 12 houses a year. I said, man, I did 10 part-time. What if? I changed my way of thinking and focus on this end of it. And that's what I did because what you focus on expands. We know that. So I started to subscribe to every um, newsletter that I could subscribe to, Broker Agent News, Realty Times, Top Agent Digest, all these different publications that I could subscribe to, to really absorb uh, everything I could about this industry because I wanted to be, I didn't just want to be a, a realtor to someone. I wanted to create an experience for that person of the biggest thing that they're selling or buying in their lifetime as a, as a home, I wanted to be different. And so I knew immediately that I had to put uh, persistency in my business and consistency in my business. And I had to develop systems to where every single person got the same level of service every single time. And that's what really, uh, I guess, helped me grow my business from that point forward. Let's follow that that line for a little bit. Your your story. So you sold ten homes your first year. Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, you were part time. Did you remain part time for another year or two, or at that point did you switch to full time? I started in two thousand and one, and I ended up leaving April twenty eighth, two thousand and six. Wow! So five I'll, years of part time. Five years part time, and at the, at the end of two thousand six, I was selling fifty two houses a year part time. <laughs> One a week. Yeah, just crushed wow, it. Where there's a will. Look at that early to rise, work like no other, and advertise. That's the key. But you have you have a, a heck of a work ethic and drive. I mean, to be working three jobs back there before you got into real estate, obviously you're yeah. willing to put in the time. What was driving you to be working three jobs? Uh, and then looking for other opportunities such as real estate, there had to been a drive. What, what was pushing you? Um, I think the overall happiness of people, and that's still to this day. Um, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that I say that, and and the reason why I say that is because I've I've, I've been an only child, you know, and I don't have any brothers or sisters or any of that. And one of the biggest, I guess. Um, and I don't know if it's a hang up, but one of the biggest challenges I've had in my life is being able to di differentiate between an acquaintance and a friend. And I consider everybody that I meet really a friend. And so um, my wife who has siblings, she's like, Darren, not everybody is your friend. And I had a problem with that in real estate too, right? I'm putting together, putting away bad guys. And so and they're not your friend either in most cases, right? <laughs> right. And so, and so the, the thing is, is that, um, I think that's really what, what drives me is because I take so much pride in helping people get to their next level in life. That's where I'm at today in my world as well. As I talk to you, I, there's enough business for every single person to have an incredible life, an unbelievable life that they never thought was possible. And if I can just share one nugget, if I could just share one piece of information to get someone on your podcast or someone anywhere in this industry to their next level in life. Because, you know, the way I look at it, the man upstairs has blessed me tremendously. Every day I'm able to wake up and change the lives of so many people. And I've been blessed very, very much. And I want to be able to give back. That's just the way I am. And I just I think the drive comes from being able to, to, to have people's uh, lives in your hands and really making a difference in their life to help them get to, you know, if it's a first time home buyer, not thinking they could buy their first house, 
divorced couple looking to go their separate ways. I sell their home for them. Someone looking to relocate for a job to really change their life. I get to get their home sold for them. You know, uh, someone looking to, in, a, in real estate, for example, looking to advance their career to the next level, I help them get there. That's what drives Darren every single day. And it's always been the driving factor because I think I consider uh, everybody in life a friend. And I'm not better than anybody else. I work a lot harder than a lot of people, but I'm not better than anybody else. I still, you know, still enough hours in the day, 24 hours in a day, uh, seven days a week. It's what you do with those hours that make a difference in success and failure. And so I love being able to share what's worked for me. And I love being able to share and make a difference in people's lives. And that's what drives me. Darren, I want to, I want to talk about those first five years that were part-time went from 10 to 52 units. I, I, I know that people are curious, what were you doing to find that business in your part-time efforts? Sure, absolutely. So one of the first things I did is that I knew immediately it was a contact sport. You know, I had to make contacts and I knew that I had to develop, develop a database. I knew I had to stay in, in front of people. I knew I had to become basically top of mind. You know, a household name is what I was trying to, to really build. And so immediately what I did was every day that I, that I walked out the door, I had 25 business cards in my pocket. And I didn't let my head hit the pillow until all 25 were given out to different people. So what I would do is I'd go to the bank. They got the little tube that you make your deposit in. I'd send the card to the teller. She'd send the tube back and I'd put another business card in from the car behind me to pick up. I'd go and I would pay it forward at, you know, if I drive, go through a drive through in the morning at McDonald's or fast food, I'd pay for the person's breakfast behind them, give them a business card in, in, in the back. They had a local grocery store. I would hand out flyers and new listings in the area. I'd walk neighborhoods. I would do whatever it takes. You know, it's you incorporated. And when people always ask you, what do you do? Whatever it takes. And that's what it was. That's what I did. And so I, I always, my work ethic, you said it earlier, has always driven me because I, um, I want to do whatever it takes to help that person either know me or get to their next step in their lives. And so that's what I did. A quick word from our sponsor, Real GTV, real estate agent lead generation television. Need more referrals? Get a free script and simple three-part plan used by a top agent to receive and close 74 referral transactions in one year. Just go to freereferralscript.com. That's freereferralscript.com. Now back to the show. So 25 business cards. And then the next thing I did was I developed systems in my business. The first system that I developed in my business was um, a raving fan club. And so anybody who bought or sold a home with me, uh, my first, I guess I started that system year number, I sold 10 the first year, 21 the second year. I think it was year number, year number two. Um, I started the systems and, and the first thing I put together was the raving fan club. And basically anybody that bought or sold a home with me, um, they, I had a, uh, my, my dad was my courier and he worked with me. And so I had a bouncy house, basically, you know, one of the spacewalks, it looked like my car. I wrapped my vehicle. It, it was a moving billboard. And so uh, he would go and if someone had a birthday party, he would go put the bouncy house up at their house. They used it at no charge. I had a, um, uh, basically a storage building of tables and chairs. And so if someone has a barbecue at their house here, you know, they can call me up and say, Hey Darren, I'm having 25 guests in my home. They can call me up. And at that point we would deliver tables and chairs with my logos on them to their house. Uh, just ways to be different. You know, in anything in life, you've got to be first or you've got to be different to really get the leg up on competition. And I'm a little bit of both first and different in a lot of cases. So. Darren, that's really good stuff. Uh, Back to the business cards real fast. Were they just standard business cards or did you have some kind of call to action on it? Something that oh, I did. Really Absolutely. Yeah, I had a call to action on it. So I actually looked for clever business cards online and I had some uh, I had some twenty dollar bills that I had made up. They were they were about the size of a post-it note and you can fold them in half. And on the inside was my contact information on the inside of it. You know, free market analysis, whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, you leave them at a, 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 a at a restaurant as a tip or whatever, you know, and some people think you leave it, tip, whatever you leave it with your tip, but um, it's, it's cool. Uh, to, to, it's just different. You know, I've had people walk up to me years later and say, Darren, look at this. I still got your $20 bill in my car. And so they still have their stuff years later. So it's just ways to stand out. Now in today's world, you have metal business cards, which is the big thing that people are giving out. And uh, you have virtual business cards 
cell phone, you have that as well. I mean, it's just so much stuff that you have that can really make you stand out because, you know, it's just ways to be different. You got to be different. That's fantastic. Thank you for, for helping us out with that and sharing those early days. I know a lot of people want to know what happened then and how they can get a quick start. Yeah. Um, what I'd like to do now is give people a, a bigger picture of where you are now, where you brought this business and do kind of a speed round. I'm going to ask you a quick question with a quick answer. And we're just going to kind of go through some fast ones so everybody can kind of get a bigger picture of where you're at. So the sure. first question is, what's the name of your team? Uh, Darren James and Associates, brokered by EXP Realty. And where can they go if they want to learn more about you? Is there a website? Sure. Agent225.com. Agent, A-G-E-N-T, 225, like the area code.com. And, and that was another thing that, that I did back in the day is that, you know, going into the uh, being in law, law enforcement, um, you know, you hear Inspector Gadget, you know, 007 type stuff. So I put together Agent 225 that Agent 225 would solve all your real estate problems. So that's another thing that I did. Does 225 have significance in your area? Is that an area code? or the area code, yeah. Okay. The area code. Yep, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Yep. And uh, what is your service area? So I cover Bat uh, greater, the greater Baton Rouge area, primarily three parishes, which is counties everywhere else. So, so I cover East Baton Rouge, Livingston, and Ascension parishes. And how long have you been licensed? I think you mentioned earlier, but what's the total time you've been in the business now? 19 years, almost 20. We're approaching it fast. <laughs> Coming up on the big 2-0. Yeah. Right, how many homes did you sell last year and what was the sales volume? I think it was uh, 80 million, 78 million, something like that, 450 transactions, something around that number. Yep. That is fantastic. Way up. Our, our best year in the business was 517. We did that. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's just grown. I have eight agents, you know, that work with me. It's grown. Uh, had as many as thirty three at one point, uh, but I didn't want to manage that big of a team. It's a lot to a lot to manage, and so um, I started my I started my career at at a um, at a national franchise. Coldwell Banker was my national franchise that I started at. I was there for seven years, and then I I moved my license to uh, to, to to Keller Williams uh, after that, and I was there for four years. And then I moved, I opened my own company and I ran my own company for, uh, from 2011 until uh, the end of, ten, end of 2016 when I joined the current company I'm with, with EXP. Very yep. nice. Very nice. Thank you. And uh, to talk about real, just real quick to go back to some of those production numbers. So sure. last year, I think you hit, uh, I had around 438 and 78 million. Yeah, That's what you said. Do you remember what the GCI was last year? Last year, my GCI was, let me pull it up for you right quick here. I'll tell you, uh, 1.97 million. That is so amazing. Thank you for sharing. And, and I've got an average sales price of around 180,000. Yep. Sound about right? Yep, 180 to 200. Is that, that's right. And yep. some, from, some information, we exchanged emails back and forth, some information. I think you told me that uh, your average commission was around 4,500. About, yes, sir. 4,500 to 5,000. Yep. And, and people just kind of getting a picture of where you're at and what's going sure. on there. Uh, buyers and sellers, I have about 75% of your business buyers, 25% sellers. Sound correct? That's right. Yep. And then you and said then, your, your best year was 517 homes. I had that that was back in 2016 with a uh, right. 90 million. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And here, uh, and and here's how we, yeah. Here's how we did that. So we had a major flood here in 2016. Yeah. And uh, one, of, one of our, uh, you know, everybody who had to sell, basically we went into sticks and bricks. So everybody was selling and everybody was buying at the same time. And that's why the numbers inflated to what they did, you know, um, as far as that, um, it's, it's terrible that we have tragedy like that. Uh, but yeah, that was our best year in the business so far. Yeah. yeah. It was a really tough time there. Tough man. Tough. Talked to a lot of people. It, it, it froze the market down there for a while, just like we had yeah. here in 2020 with COVID, but for a different reason, right? I mean, you had this big flood. Yeah. Uh, yeah and this year, this year we were just stalled out and trying to help others instead of That's selling right. real estate. Is that what happened to you too? Uh, yeah, somewhat. I was still still selling, but we were helping others as well. You know, as far as that um, that goes, we put together an initiative to really help bring the community together. Uh, it's called Unity Within the Community. It's what we put together, a group of that, to really help people rebuild, you know, because a lot of people, well, they lost their homes. They didn't have flood insurance in areas that were not in a flood zone, and it was, it was terrible. Uh, so, yeah, it was definitely challenging. And this year, 
not, not to mention COVID, we had three hurricanes that came through back to back, didn't affect me directly, but it affected my, my, my state. And so, um, yeah, it was it's terrible what's, uh, what's went on this entire year, man. I'm going to bring us back to the team. Uh, I think that currently you said the team has, has changed a lot over the years, different sizes, but currently it sounds yep. like it's about 11 people. 11 people. Yep. And uh, how many, how many buyer agents do you have? How many admin assistants? So I, so I don't do any different. I, I do my team a little bit different. Than a lot of people, some people have them to where they're just buyers agents or some have them as their listing agents. I'll let them do both. And so um, I have, I have, uh, Eight team members and then three three admin assistants is what I also I'm sorry eight, eight team members two admin assistants and uh, and then uh, one team leader is what I do. Yep. Okay, very good. And so you got team agents; they can do buy or sell side. That's right. That's right. Uh, and is that what you had? Is that the structure you had last year when you closed the the four hundred and thirty sub? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the structure I've had since day one. So I've never had any anybody to where I had, you know, a person that's, that specifies only in listings or a person that, that, that specializes in only in buyers. I'm allowed to do both, both ends of it. Yeah, I want to come back to that. I have another question first, though. That's you personally. Are you still in production? I am, yes. And how, how much volume did you do last year? You know, what were you doing? 30, and how much? 39 volume? million. 39 million. About 39 million. And how many units yeah. was that? Uh, I think it was 100. Last year was 100 and let's see, 100 and I did 160, and then I did 137, 134, 139, something like that. I can't remember exactly, but 130 to 160, somewhere around that number. Okay, now that's just you personally. That's it's got to have a lot of leverage. Are you working the listing side then? That's all I'm doing. Yeah, I don't do any buyers. No, it's all listings. Wow, Every that's, that's still an incredible amount of volume, though. So 140 to 160 a year working the listing side on the, on the team. Um, it, all has to do with, it all has to do with systems, Mike, you know, as far as automation of that as well. So a lot of the processes, you know, I built out a system uh, in, in my business called Basecamp. And what Basecamp basically does, primarily used in IT. Um, but one of, the, one of the downfalls I found in the real estate industry is that everybody wants transparency. And a lot of things that take up your time during the day is questions from clients calling you and saying, Hey, where are we at on this? What's the next step here? How do we do this? When do we do that? And so I wanted to find a system and wanted to put together something to create transparency within the process because every business is, every business is built off of three P's, the people within the business, the processes in which the business operates and the overall product you give the consumer. And so I'm big on the, the always improving the processes and always growing the people and then given an unbelievable product. And so one of the things that, that we put together was the Basecamp system. And it was basically a checklist where people would go down and we would invite in the lender. We'd invite in the title company. We'd invite in the other co-oping agent. We'd invite in our client. And basically what it did is it had all of our checklists so they could see what we're doing every single day. That would cut down on questions. There were, they, they could ask questions within that group to where any of us could answer the question, You know, my, any of my, my team members or my admin staff. Also, um, it gave transparency with all the documents. So they had all the documents, the purchase agreement, the agency disclosure, property disclosure. And basically, um, we built it out because it created transparency in which someone felt that they now can see into the transaction, communication between the lender, communication between me and the other agent, communication between all parties. And it really cut down on the questions in which I could get back my day. And, uh, and I can focus on my marketing of my listings and really do what needs to be done because I knew that technology was going to help uh, offset some of that. And in the event I wasn't there to answer the question, they did have a person there that can answer the question for them. So that's how we built it. Well, this has played out. You're, you're incredibly efficient. You only have two uh, staff members. Uh, yep. And so it must be these tools that you're using this technology to get this leverage. I'm going to give people some stats. I, I like numbers. Sure. And so oh, yeah. you've got, uh, if I took your volume last year and I divided by the total number of people on your team, uh, and that means that you're closing about 40 transactions per team member. That includes staff. Right. If I take the production and subtract out you and just leave the rest and divide that by your team members, your team members are averaging 36 closings a year each. That's yeah. pretty impressive. How are yeah. you doing that? How are you finding these awesome uh, team agents who are, are performing at such a high level? Well, we coach them up. 
So one of the things that we do is that uh, we built our business earlier, as I mentioned, off of seven core values, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal commitment. And so uh, each of those team members have to possess those core values. And so when I look at people, I, 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 when I was in the state police, I did um, you know, background investigations and interviewing and interrogations and so forth and so on. And so I can read people pretty, pretty well. And so with that being said, I look for drive and people, you know, you can teach this business, but you can't necessarily teach heart and you can't necessarily teach drive and discipline. And that's the key in the whole process. So I look at those people who, you know, a majority of my people that work with me were, you know, paramedics, were uh, law enforcement, single parents. And those, those individuals tend to know what it takes to either work multiple jobs um, basic, and, and, and do what it takes to make things happen and get it done. And so that's the type of people that I, that I like really working with in my business. And that's the type, that's the type of people I, I, uh, I work with, you know, so. Darren, the, this is really interesting to me. It sounds like a lot of the people that you bring in on your team are from your background, your historical background in law enforcement. You said paramedics, other law enforcement officers. Uh, and the, the key word that jumped out at me was discipline. These people are, they're known to be very focused and make sure that they're yeah. going to look at their target, stay on target, not get distracted. You mentioned right. loyalty and a lot of other great values, but the discipline I, I have to assume is huge in an industry where we don't typically have a boss. Absolutely. Think about it. You know, if you want to go take a five hour lunch break, you can do so in this business and that's called time vampires and they'll eat up your time. And so what you do today will affect your income 90 days from now. And the thing is, is that if we're working and we maximize the efficiencies of our time, no matter how much money that each of us make every single day or every single year or, or whatever, the, the one commodity that we cannot buy any more of, that's time. But one of the things that we can do is that we can maximize that time through systems, through duplication of those systems and through maximizing efficiencies. And that's the key in the whole process is that you have to find out what works for you. What works for Darren may not work for, for Mike. And so the thing is, is that we have to sit down and we have to find what system are you going to work with? How are you going to work best with it? How are you going to implement it? Because all in all, we can talk about this. We can do this webinar. We can be on here for five hours and talk, right? But until the, the audience actually implements, it's still just talk, you know? And that's the thing. The difference between success and failure is implementation. We can talk about this. You know, that, that's the thing about conferences. You go to these conferences and you go and you get all this hoorah and you come back. Woohoo! I got 50,000 pages of notes. I'm, I'm on fire. I'm, my head's above the clouds and I'm just going to make this happen and set the world on fire. And, you know, you look at it and then, you know, the notebook gets puts to the side, life takes over and nothing gets implemented. And that's the thing is that you really have to be disciplined in your work day. You really have to be disciplined every single day. Uh, you know, to, to really make a difference in this business. And it's the same thing, you know, the big thing right now, everybody's talking about is social media, right? You know, and, and the issue that I'm seeing with, with most people is that there's no consistency there. You know, so, the, so the, what I told my agents is that, look, build out a content calendar. This is what you put out today. This is what you put out tomorrow and repurpose that content through content compounding. You take that social media post, for example, if I go do a video with my iPhone and uh, let's just pretend you know, I, I'm doing a video in front of the neighborhood. Hey, this is Darren James. We're out in front of one, two, three, four East Street Lake subdivision. It's a fantastic home out here that I have on the market. This subdivision is one of a kind. They have four properties on the market right now uh, in this subdivision for sale. You're averaging about $200 a square foot, uh, averaging about 2,500 square foot. But let me tell you what, right now, if you click this link below, you can get every home on the market right now in the subdivision. And if you're looking to sell your home, go ahead and click the fill out the form below. I'll give you a free market analysis and no, no point to you. Boom, you're done. So I can take that video at that point, And now I got video. I can extract the audio, make a podcast from it. I can transcribe that audio, make a blog post from it. I can take 15 second snippets, put it on Instagram and boom, I'm actually doing content compounding and making multiple pieces of content for the same video. And that's the way to maximize your time and increase the efficiencies. Very sharp. Great tip. Thank you, Darren. Absolutely. Um, team members, uh, one of the reasons I have to assume that they are productive is compensation, that you're not paying them too little or too much. You must have figured out the Goldilocks zone there. And when sure. people are trying to put together teams, they're always curious about compensation. Could you describe sure. how you're compensating your buyer, your, your team members, your team agents? Sure, absolutely. So um, my teammate, my, my team agents uh, have two different models. So we have the EXP model, which is an 80-20 split. 
they want to go that route, uh, I'll be more than happy to coach them through, be, be their mentor, and help them grow. If they're on the standard team where I'm providing everything, all expenses for, for them, give them the database, give them the leads coming in, pay for the leads and so forth, they're on a 60-40 split with me at that point. Now, a quick word from our sponsor, Real GTV, real estate agent lead generation television, where top agents reveal exactly how they create consistent flows of home buyer and home seller leads into their practices every month. Need more leads? Hit the pause button right now. Open Google and search Real GTV. That's R E A L G dot TV. Now, back to the show. Very nice. And so it's 60% to them, 40% to you? Yes, correct. Is that buy side and sell side? Yes, correct. Yep. Is there any variation on whether they generated the, the lead from their yeah. sphere or you generated the lead yeah. from your advertising? Not at all. It's all okay. 64. Yep, straight across. And it's straight up. And then there's no no other tier. They don't move anywhere. It doesn't change no. when they, they change their no. calendar. No. You just kept it nice and simple. Simple. Yeah, we did. We used we tried numerous things. We had one where, OK, whenever you close your first Internet deal, it's going to be 50 percent. And then the second one was going to be 60. The third one was going to be 70, 80, all the way up to 90. Anything you close over five a month is 90 percent commission. It was an accounting nightmare, you know, and so it was, it was very tough. And, you know, it, it, it got to be uh, a challenge for, for that. But, um, you know, we try to reward the agents giving them back to give them a great place to work and give them all the tools they need to have an unbelievable life they never thought was possible. And so I brought one guy from, you know, uh, a $36,000 a year in the industry to over $300,000 a year in his income. And so it's, it's life changing for a lot of people. And that's what gives me a lot of, a lot of reward. I had one agent that walked into my office and said, Darren, uh, and I thought she was leaving. I didn't have any idea. She said, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, sure. So we shut the door and she says, um, can I borrow your chair? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So she sat in my chair. She logged into, my, into her uh, bank account. She said, you see that right there? I said, yeah. She said, that's the first vacation I've ever been able to pay for for my family without my husband's help. I'm like, wow, that's fantastic. And that's really rewarding because she said, you did this for me. And I said, no, I didn't do this for you. I said, I showed you what needed to be done. You just implemented and you had the discipline to do it. And so you can't give me credit for it. I just showed you what needed to be done. I can teach you how to fish. You know, and then all you got to do is, is is fish and it, it worked out. So that's what I did. And it works out. I love that. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, I want to go back to one point in the story, your story. You mentioned that you built up a team pretty big at one point with 30 plus agents. And then you brought yep. it back down to eight. Yet production is still doing great. So yep. why did you bring it? Why did you go from such a big number down to a smaller number and then make each person more productive? How did that happen? I actually, um, uh, when, I, when I started my own company uh, in 2011, I had, I had managed uh, two Coldwell Banker offices before I uh, moved to Keller Williams in 2008. And so when I managed those two Coldwell, uh, those two Coldwell Banker offices, I immediately knew that um, I uh, had, to, had to get my agents into production. That was the key. And so after I left Keller Williams, I had I'd, I'd done 17 million by myself the year that I opened my own company. And so I immediately brought on 10 agents within a month and a half after I left and they just wanted to come work with me. And so I tried to start growing them. And then after the first year in business, I did 17 million and then we did 20 million collectively as the entire company. Like, wait a minute, I got 10 agents and I'm only, they only did 3 million amongst 10 agents. There's a big problem here. And so I started looking and I started seeing where, where there was an issue. And I said, I got to get these agents into production. And so I went and I hired the number one real estate coaching company who coached the Wall Street Journal's list of the top 1,000 realtors in America. Uh, the top 50, co uh, he coached like 30 of the top 50 teams. And I hired them to really evaluate the business to see where, where we were going wrong, what we were doing. There was no accountability. And that was the big issue when I went from 33 down to eight is the accountability on my end. It was a lot to manage, especially with me being, you know, still selling because I was in, I was really, you know, trans transitioning from uh, doing all this business to really wanting to grow people. I just had a calling to grow people and I, I wanted to do that. And so I, I feel that there's enough business for everybody. So it was really hard for me to go from, you know, managing 33 people or even growing that to higher numbers, which was the ultimate goal at, at, the, at first. But I realized, you know, maybe that's not the, the best goal. Let's grow. It's kind of like you just, you know, you, you have 100 leads. Let's, let's do this analogy. You have 100 leads out there 
and five of a hundred are uh, are good leads. Are are so you're going on quantity, or would you rather go on quality? And so you know you you have to go through ten, and five of ten are are, are good as far as fifty percent. And so I kind of looked at it in that analogy is that you know I'm, I'm managing some of these people. They're taking up my time and taking up a lot of my efforts and a lot of my resources and everything else. They're not calling the leads. Let's look at the people who are performing at the highest level. Let's look at the people who are giving an unbelievable experience to the consumer and really taking this business and, and running this business. Their business is like a business and let's reward them. And that's what I did. I got to my, my top eight people and here we are. Darren, that I understand that you had to cut back from 30 to 18. You're going for higher quality. That means you're, you're getting 20 people you have to ask to go away. That had to be difficult, especially with you always wanting to help people. It's kind of like you're giving up on yeah. them. How did you do that internally? If somebody's listening right now and they've got to let go of somebody who's not working yep. out on their team, how do they do it? Well, the, the thing is, is that, um, you know, you look at it and uh, I learned a lesson from a, a Shark Tank mogul, Barbara Corcoran. And so um, I actually went to a, a conference with her down in Dallas. And, you know, when she was doing her, her first hire, she basically looked at the person she was interviewing and uh, the lady came to her interview with a, a big satchel, like, a, like a, a purse. And in that satchel was almost like an accordion folder with all these different lines and all these different segments of, you know, this bill, that bill, everything else. And so Barbara immediately said, you know, uh, she knew that person was her quote unquote container and, uh, and it would keep her route in. And so same thing when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to, Hiring people and letting people go, it's never an easy process. It's never easy. Um, you want to you wanna, uh, hire slow and, and fire fast is the way I do things uh, because, you know, anytime you have a negative environment in your business, it can be a cancer and cause negativity uh, amongst a lot of people. And so basically the way I would do it is uh, if someone wanted to leave, I let them leave. Some of them wanted to leave on their own accord to go to other different things. Uh, but the fact is, is that if, if I had to ask them to leave, I would basically call them into the office on Friday at 4.30 and says, hey, I'm sure you know why you're here. And they know why they're there before they ever get there. You know, I said, um, you're no longer a fit here. And that was the end of the conversation. And they can say, but, but, but. And I would say, you're no longer a fit here. I appreciate your time. And that was the end of the conversation. We didn't have to go into why. They knew why. They, weren't, they, they didn't have the discipline. They didn't have the drive. They didn't have the overall work ethic that was required to meet the core values of the company. And um, that's the standards that we have to take. And we have to inspect what we expect as well. You know, you really have to set a precedence because, you know, you don't ever, I, I never wanted to be the big, biggest. I just wanted to be the best and give the best unbelievable journey and unbelievable service to everybody, but also give the best opportunity for those agents who decided to work with me because I'm not the boss of anybody and I never will be anybody's boss. People can, will, will always be able to work with me, but nobody will ever necessarily work for me. Very good. Thank you for, for opening up on that, Darren. You mentioned that you brought in a real uh, heavy hitter, a coach at one point who had helped yeah. a lot of the top agents. Who was that? My corporate consulting group. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good group of folks over there. Bob, Bob, uh, so were you working uh, with Bob or Bubba or who were you working with? Not with Bob. Bob was a fantastic coach, man. He's, he's top notch. Bubba's great as well. So yeah, no all. And then um, I think her name was um, not uh, Delilah, I think was her name was at one point at a coach over there named Delilah. I worked with her for a little while as well, but yeah, great, great group. Great group of people. I've coached with a lot of them. I've coached with them. I've coached with uh, Kinder Reese Real Estate Partners, coached with Hoss Pratt. I've coached with, coached with numerous uh, coaches. Um, uh, but yeah, they're all, they're all really good. They all brought value to me. So it all worked out well. You're a sponge. You're a sponge of information. You're constantly trying to improve your game and move yourself oh, forward. I picked right. up on that already. Uh, I'd like to switch gears at this point, talk about lead generation and marketing. It's something people want to know. How can they get more business? Uh, you have a, a unique area I'd like to dive into. Uh, sure. It sounds like you are getting uh, referrals from networking with probate probate attorneys and divorce attorneys. Um, what percentage of your business is coming in from that? How many transactions each year? Um, it really, um, it just basically just started that in, uh, here recently. Um, it's a great way to, I'm trying to build, I guess the best way to say that I'm trying to build a network of referral partners. 
um, because you're in this industry through insurance, through divorce, through, you know, mortgage, through title, all these referral partners. And, you know, I've always been big that it's not who you know that makes you successful. It's who you know that knows what you do that makes you successful. And so that's the whole key in the, in the, in the process. And so divorce attorneys, probate attorneys, those individuals, they're, they're, they're a great source of, of, of business for you because, you know, most people sell based on divorce. A lot of people sell based on death as well. And so it's an unfortunate situation, but it's a great source of business. And you can and, and it's a great way to specialize as well into that niche as well. So you're just getting this role, and and so this is a good time to ask you this: How are you putting together your list of attorneys to talk to, yep. or reach out to? So I'm I'm going through basically going on on Google, typing in divorce attorneys in my area, and calling their office and saying, Hey, look, I'd love to meet with you. I'm a local real estate professional in the area. Love to sit down and treat you to lunch, learn more about your business, how we can refer business among one another. And those people that take me up on it, we move forward. And then those people that don't, well, it's their loss at that point. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, what percentage of the people are saying yes? If you called ten attorneys and you offered that, you're gonna get you're gonna get yes. you're gonna get six to say yes because they want a free lunch anyway. So I mean, it's, <laughs> everybody loves everybody loves to eat. That's right, especially in Louisiana. So uh, <laughs> it worked out well. A lot of people are, are receptive though because uh, you know a lot of people know who I am beginning because I have billboards in, in the area and stuff, so they know more than likely the reason why I'm calling from the get go. So. Yeah, for a new agent just starting out, um, I would still make those calls. I would call the title attorneys. I would call. I would put. I would go to a title attorney. If I was a brand new agent starting out, I'd go to a title attorney, possibly who's just starting out in the business, or maybe one that's established, and say, "Hey, look, you got a conference room. I can set up, and we can host a, a home seller seminar." Because everybody does home buyer seminars, right? Do a home seller seminar. Why? Because you're different. And sellers don't know how to sell their houses a lot of times. They don't know, you know, who, who pays the commission. They don't know how to prepare your home for sale. They don't know a lot of those, those things that you could tell them in that seminar. You could have home inspectors there. You could have, have appraisers there. I mean, there's just so many different variables. And now you're becoming the mayor of your town when it comes to real estate. And you're also bringing in other networks to really help you grow your business and you grow theirs. And it's a win-win. It's a lot of reciprocity at that point. Very good. Darren? Let's talk about another way that you're generating business. Uh, I believe this accounts for the majority of your business, and that's repeating referrals from past clients and sphere of influence. If, yep. if I understand correctly, it's about 80% of your business. So yep. 350 closings last year. It's a big, big part of your business. Let's dive into that. My first question for you is, how many people do you have in your database, these past clients and sphere of influence, and can you break it out? approximately how many are past clients and how many are sphere of influence? So in my entire database, I have about 70,000 people in the entire database. Uh, But I've been, but I've been doing, so I'm a little bit different. So ever since I graduated high school, let's go back there because this is where it all starts, right? Uh, Ever since I graduated high school, I've always written down my goals that I want to accomplish December 24th at 8 PM, every single December 24th. I go into a room, lock the door, uh, and I write down 10 goals that I want to accomplish for the next year. And they can, you know, and I've always done that ever since I graduated high school. And I've always also kept a network. So um, one of the things that we have with our church and also with my, my high school is an alumni book. It has all the emails. It has all the telephone numbers. It has all that. And, um, you know, I have people that I stay in contact with over time. Um, that I've just grown that database and I stay in contact with that database every day. I'm always feeding that database something of value, um, whether it's a trivia question to my database. Hey, you know, what's the tallest building in, in the, the United States? First person to call me up with a personal telephone call will win a $5 gift card to Starbucks or whatever. And that way I'm just initiating con- conversation. Hey, man, I, thank you so much. You got the answer right. Whatever the case may be, you know, here's your gift card and how you been? How's your family? You know, you know, anybody looking to buy, sell, invest or relocate in real estate in the next, you know, six months? Boom. That's what I do. And in the next week, I'm going to do a video on the market report. How's the market doing? I'm going to send that to my database. Um, and, and the thing is that it's, it's exponential marketing. If you have 100 people in your database, you know, the average person knows one out of three people that's going to buy, sell, relocate or, or invest in the next, you know, year, 12 months. And so that's going to generate you business all the way around uh, if you stay in contact with your 100 people. And so I use something in my business. In fact, your listeners can text the 
text the keyword leads, L-E-A-D-S, to number 88,000. Uh, and they can get my business base, which is something through a company called Pro uh, Prospects Plus. And uh, it helps you basically uh, build your database with people who, uh, you, who, who may have forgotten to put in there. And so, uh, you know, who's your, who, do, who, who does your dry cleaning? Who are your children's teachers? Who are their bus drivers? Um, the people that you work out at the gym, who, who do you work, who's your workout partner? Uh, who are your, your coaches? Who are your, who are your principals? Who are your, your, your pastors at church? People who own area businesses. Everybody needs to know you and they need to know what you do. To, and, and you need to follow up with them to become the mayor of your town. Darren, I got to go back to the number. Are you <laughs> saying that you have 77,000 people in your database and that all 77,000, you know them? They're, they're no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know them directly. No, I don't know all 77,000. No, they're, they're people in the database that I may have, that, that basically are having Mets. So I have Mets in there as well. So the, the, the number of Mets in there, probably of people who actually know me, probably right around 5,000, you know, that know me, know, like, and trust me. But as far as, you know, all of those in there, that's internet leads that come in. We may have sold them a house here, there, whatever. That's the entire database. That's not people that I know. Okay. So be fantastic. when you do your marketing, you, it sounds like you're doing a weekly program. We're reaching out weekly to do a contest or, uh, you're giving a market report, those types yeah. of things. Is it going out to all 70,000 yeah. or have you subdivided this group down? Yeah, I have subdivided and the people who I've done business with. So, yeah, so I send it out to everybody that my team's done business with or everybody that I've done business with. And um, because I want them to know that, hey, you know, we are a source of, 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 uh, of information for them. And it's not just about, you know, buying or selling a home with us. So let's just say you bought a house through us last week and you want to put a swimming pool in the back. Well, at that point, they can call us up and we have recommendations of swimming pool providers who we can help them with. They want to put an awning in the back of their house. Hey, we got people who can do that. And the windows, you got issues with your windows. We got people who can do that as well. And so we want to be not just a source of information for only buying or only selling. We want to be a source of information for everything real estate for you. That's awesome. So you have a great vendors list that you can help uh, oh, yeah. referrals back and forth and, and help your folks get to the best people. Um, let's, let's dive in a little more to your list. Again, I just love numbers. So, uh, your past client group, the people you've done business with, if, if you could estimate, uh, how many people do you think that is? 3,500, 5,000, somewhere around there, 4,000, 5,000, something like that. Okay. Yep. And so that's the group you're talking to, uh, weekly wow. going out and you're talking to them through, it sounds like through email. Yeah, through through we do email, and I also have a, a groups uh, uh, set up through text message with through permission based text text messaging as well. Yeah. Okay, how many do you think are in text message versus email? Probably about two hundred fifty in text messaging. Okay, so much smaller group. So that's probably your closer, closer friends. Now, do you have? Uh, you're sending out this weekly item. Is just going out to the 3,500 past clients, or do you also add a sphere of influence? People are real close to you, but haven't done business yet. Yeah, I do that too as well. Yeah, for sure. I, also, I actually set up uh, Facebook groups, uh, people who uh, basically private groups through Facebook that people who uh, buy or sell a home with us, they'll go in there and, and instead of having an email or having to text them, I can go in there and say, hey, first five people to respond, here's some crawfish trays for the next crawfish ball. I'm giving them away or whatever. And it's just a way to give back to those people who have, you know, who have, um, who have worked with you in the past and just a way to engage them. You know, and another thing is that, you know, like um, I just had some clients of mine, this happened just yesterday. So some clients of mine uh, just made their first trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee with their full, with their whole entire family. I'll show you this. Let's see if I can show you this. So I can get it on, on camera. I don't know if it'll show up, but I'm going to show you anyway. We'll try to see if it's going to work for your audience. So um, let's see here. So this will show on the camera. But that's some of my, my, uh, right my clients there in Gatlinburg. Right. And so I got took all uh, some of their, their their pictures from Gatlinburg's uh, their Gatlinburg trip. And I, I use a, uh, a company called Mixed Tiles. It's an app on the iPhone. And uh, it basically what it does is um, it'll build a picture for you that you can go put on your wall and it just sticks there and you can move the picture around the sticky stuff on the back of it. Doesn't damage the wall at all. And then they can have pictures. I don't know if you can see mine over here. Look at this. There's mine of my family right there. Oh, very nice. That's all Facebook pictures that I sent from Facebook. And I do that for my clients. So if I see someone on a birthday or 
something special, anniversary, whatever. I got some first-time home buyers who just got engaged, did the same thing with them. And so they got mixed tiles coming into them. It's going to be delivered in the next week or two or so. Just a way to, to be different because they're not expecting that stuff. They're not expecting any of it of somebody to watch their Facebook post and really make an impact in their, in their, in their, in their, uh, in their life. And uh, it's just one way to, they, that, that, to give back and to be nice, you know. Oh, very yeah. good. So it I'm sounds like you're trying, you're trying to reach out to your group at least once a week. Again, giveaways, yeah. market updates. Uh, and this was this tile idea where you're putting out pictures, you're, you're sharing their story. Uh, anything else that you're doing to reach out to your mm-hmm. folks over the course of a year uh, and stay in touch with them and stay in front of them? Absolutely. I use a, I use a, um, a company called uh, Banner Season. Uh, which is a fantastic company, and they allow me to send out uh, postcards. It also allows me to send out customized gifts to my clients. So, um, you know, one one of my clients' uh, son just uh, graduated, uh, got some uh, National Scholastic honors, uh, put some pictures on Facebook. So I made some gifts directly for him to where to be a cherish the memory of that. Um, I sent some brownies to a client who just listed the property in for me and said, especially baked for Miss Donna. And so it's just different, you know, just being first or being different again, because they're not expecting that type of stuff. They're not expecting that experience, that level of service. And it's just one way to be different and, and really to be able to engage your database. If people don't, don't care how much they know until they know how much you care. And it's just one way to, to show that you care even that much further. So. Do you have a script that you use to, to ask for referrals directly? I think I overheard some of it earlier. Are you asking directly for referrals? And if so, at what time and what script are you using? So normally, normally when I ask uh, for referrals, same thing with reviews. I, I get my reviews when the house goes under contract. I only work primarily with listings. That's all, that's all I do. And so I'm asking for that, um, that review and also that refer, uh, referral normally when the house goes under contract because that's when they're most happy. Like I just listed one uh, last night at midnight. I've got nine showings on the house today and four offers already in my inbox. And so uh, I got to ask for, and this, that's a repeat client. I just sold a house for, for their mother um, about, a, about two months ago. And so um, it's just it's a matter of, of, of being able to, to, to do that. So I think that's the best time is right when that house goes under contract and most excited about it. And then we'll ask again at the end of the transaction too, because things can go south as a result of that too. So we'll ask twice. Doing this amazing volume, you're selling 140 homes yourself. You're handling all the negotiations. People are, I'm sure they're curious, how many hours are you personally working a week? Are you working seven days a week? Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't know. You What's know what? You look like? <clears throat> I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I don't go to bed till midnight every night. I've been doing that for 17 and a half years. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was four time. Hours, four sleep. hours of sleep a night. That's what I work on. And so the thing is that, but the thing is, is that it's not work. When you love what you do, it's not work. And that's the thing is that I'm not out there digging ditches or I'm not out there, you know, just putting in manual labor. It's not work when you love what you do. And so I don't know if it's been Franklin or Thomas Jefferson. One of them said that if you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life. And that's a true statement because, you know, I'm driven by passion and uh, I'm very enthusiastic about my business. I'm very passionate about my business. And I believe in, you know, the, the way I look at it is this, the way I, the, what drives me, I guess that's the whole, whole premise of this discipline, number one, but, you know, um, I ha- I'm very grateful and I'm very humble and I'm very um, blessed to be able to, to, to wake up and change the lives and work with so many people, whether it's my, my, my agents that I work with on the team whether it's the clients that I serve every day or whether it's the agents that I talk to who call me, who see me from a webinar like this. It's not work to me. It's changing people's lives and giving them hope. Hope stands for have only positive expectations. And it's true that anybody can have an unbelievable life in this business. You know, I I go to bed at midnight. I get up at four um, uh, every morning. I don't know if you see this. uh, I run my business by, an app it's actually going off right now called do this is my app d-u-e and you can see i got three overdue tasks but if you look at at, at my day-to-day operation if you can see what that says at eight o'clock every morning we have talk with the man upstairs right so we got to give him credit where credit's due but that's um that's very important to me and so 
the four to the four to six time period is really, you know, uh, thinking thinking the man upstairs for my blessings that I that I have every day. Uh, six to seven, I, I'm normally uh, in the shower and uh, you know, seeing my son off to school seven to eight, and then I'm rocking and rolling from eight until whenever it, it, you know I, I got an appointment at four thirty today. Then I'm gonna head out to right after this webinar, and uh, you know I got one at six as well, and so. It's not work if you love what you do. And to, to be able to give an ideal service, I don't believe in any hours of operation. You know, the customers need you when they need you. They don't need me from eight to five or whenever I shut off. They need me when they need me. And for me to give an unbelievable level of service to them, I need to be available when they need me. And that's the way I've always ran it is, you know, I never liked to, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm open at nine and I'm, I'm off at nine. Nope, that's not the way it works here. I'm, I'm open when you need me. When do you need me there? And I'll make it happen. And that's, that's what it is. That's what it's about. That's how I've always ran it. Very good. Darren, there are agents that are going to be listening to us. They understand how you've structured the business a little bit. And the question sure. you're going to have is, are you profitable? No, absolutely. I got to be profitable. It's not worth doing it if we're not. So absolutely. And profits are everything. And so I'm very big on profit and loss. I'm very big on watching my expenses. Uh, the thing about this whole business is this, is that there's a lot of shiny objects out there that want to gravitate and everybody thinks there's a magic feel in real estate. It really comes down to systems duplication and hard work and discipline. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. And that, you know, there's no magic pill out there. You have to continually do and continually do, continually reinnovate, continually make mistakes. And you got to fail forward a lot of times. You know, I'm not perfect in this business by any means. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, um, uh, it, it, I failed a lot. I made a bunch of mistakes. I lost a lot of money. I've, 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 I've <laughs> my God, you know, I, I have. And the thing is, is that you learn from those mistakes. And, you know, it's been, it's been times when you just wanted to give up. I mean, I've spent the night at the office before, you know, because I was so busy, you know, I stayed the night in the office. I mean, I've, I've had 17 deals fall through in one month as a result of some changes. That's $51,000, you know, in, in, in income gone just like that. And you want to just give up as a result of that. But the thing is, is that, you know, you got to think of the big picture. What's the big why? And, and, and how do you really get past that? And it all has to do with mindset there as well. And the overall picture of growing people, helping them get to their next level in life. And, uh, you know, back to the shiny objects, you know, it's kind of like a fishing lure store. You know, you want to catch fish, you walk into the store, this bait tackle store, and you got all these lures everywhere in hopes to go catch fish, but you don't know what the fish are biting on. Well, it's the same thing in real estate. There's a whole lot of people to tell you, hey, I'll get you number one page rank on Google tomorrow. You know, I'll get you this. I'll get you that. Here, invest with me and you're going to get 10,000 leads coming in, in in five hours. I guarantee it. You know, and that stuff is baloney. And the fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of shiny objects out there, but there's only really fundamentals that really, uh, that really comes back to the basics. And that is follow up with your database. It costs a lot less money to, to, to do business with the people who already know, like, and trust you than it does to hire, you know, to get new business. So focus on that database. Don't make the mistake like I did. I, I, I dropped the ball on that. Uh, a couple of times in my career, but I, I picked it back up and had to run with it, you know, with re-engagement letters and other things. But the fact is, is that, you know, from, from a new agent starting out, keep in touch with your people, you know, always do the right thing, no matter what, uh, you know, you, you may not know all the answers in this industry. We're learning things every day, but tell them, Hey, I don't know, but I will find out and uh, always do the right thing, no matter what. Absolutely. Well, Darren, if you were going to advise a brand new agent, just getting in the business, what would you tell them to do first? I would tell them to, number one, um, develop that database. You have to have that database. It's, it's everything in this business because the fortune in this whole entire business is in the follow-up. That's the key, you know, with, with, with internet leads, with past clients, with, uh, even with transactions. You know, a, a transaction when you're working in it, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a marriage. You got to have four C's to make any, any real estate transaction work. You got to have communication. You got to have consideration. You got to have compromise and you got to have cash to make it work. Same thing in a marriage. Most marriages fail in divorce because of, of money problems. And so you got to have all those four C's to make them work. And so if I was a new agent in the business, what would I tell you to do? Keep in touch with that database. Fortune's in the follow-up. Build systems in your business and work like no other. Very good. Well, Darren, I've come to the end of my questions for today. Do you have any sure. parting thoughts for the listeners? Oh, absolutely. Sure, guys. You know, I'm an open book, as you can tell. Um, and I don't know everything in this business, but I know a whole lot. I've been doing it for a little while now. And you can feel free to reach out to me anytime you need to. Uh, I'm an open book. Like I said, 
uh, you have my, my contact information, feel free to call me via reference. You know, I, I may not know the answer, but I may have a way to find the answer for you if I don't know it and, uh, and guide you in the right direction to cut some of the learning curve out uh, and uh, help you uh, save some money, possibly have a better life and, uh, and make things happen. So that's it. Uh, fantastic. Well, Darren, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming in to talk with us today. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, thank you, Darren. Well, that's it now. Thanks for joining us on Success Calls. Keep moving forward. Bye. If you like the show and want to know when the next one's coming out, click the subscribe button. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, give the show a five-star review and write a quick comment. I read them all, and it motivates me to keep going and share the top agent success stories with you. Thanks. If you're looking for more ways to generate leads, check out our sponsor, RealGTV, real estate agent lead generation television, and their giant database library of video trainings where top agents reveal, demonstrate, and discuss their best lead generation methods. Visit RealGTV, R-E-A-L-G dot TV. If you're low on funds or just want to get the maximum leverage, check out my masterclass webinar titled Top 5 Free Lead Sources for Real Estate Agents. Learn more at freeleadtime.com. That's freeleadtime.com. Oh, and if you have a real estate friend who needs some inspiration, tell them about the Success Calls podcast. And don't you forget to subscribe right now to hear all the great top agent ideas. Keep moving forward. You've been listening to Success Calls on the Mastermind Agent Network, where top real estate agents from across North America reveal their success secrets, strategies, and systems in up-close and personal interviews. You can find all the calls at www.mastermindagent.com.